What's up, what's up, what's up? Welcome to the Four Sideball Podcast. You're tuning in with your boy Rich, and I'm here with my buddies Tom and JD, and we're about to get this thing started. Let's go. All right, ladies and gentlemen, got a brand new episode for everybody tonight. How's everybody doing? Doing good, Rich. How you doing? I mean, I would be doing a little better, but uh, you gave me some hurtful news today, so. <laughs> yeah, you had to you had to think that this was a possibility, though. Yeah, but I mean, I, I was hoping you went to the, the outer division, like you went to the Chiefs or the, the Jets or something else. Don't go to the damn Eagles, man. Come on. <laughs> yeah, p- part of me thought when I saw the uh, the update come through, I was like, oh, you know, maybe he went, maybe he did go to the Jets, and then uh, yeah, opened it up, and it's Bradbury to the Eagles, um, just to really uh, really get your day going there, Rich. Yeah, and I mean, for those of you who don't know, the uh, Giants released Bradbury, two-time Pro Bowler, big six-two corner. They released him to save twelve million dollars, and then he just resigned with the Eagles. So now we got to see him twice a year. Meanwhile, we have receivers that really can't get in the ball, can't catch the ball in the end zone, uh, still figuring out the offense, lost the key part on our defense. Oh, man, it's going to be a long season for us. But uh, <laughs> the Eagles the Eagles, single-handedly had the best offseason for the draft and free agency, which is ridiculous. Yeah, they've they've uh, you know they're they're going for it. You know the, the trade the trade for AJ Brown, resigning him, um, and, and you know just the whole their whole draft and, and free agency, and now they're picking up the Giants' uh, scrap heap. They're trying to reinvent themselves. It just hurts, man. Because I mean, you want to see your team flourish, but I mean, there's another team in the same division that's making moves you could have made, and they're doing it better, man. Mm-hmm. I mean, even though even though they're kind of the same position where it all boils down to their quarterback, they're making it they're making it uh, m- much more tempting for a quarterback to go to their situation over ours. So we got a lot we got yeah. a lot of work to do for sure. Then uh, I mean, speaking of quarterbacks trying to come back, I mean, your boy Drew Brees talking about he might come back. He might. No, uh, he's not. He's not coming back. He was. Uh-huh. He was. Uh, he was saying that in jest. I think he 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 didn't. He wasn't really good at NBC, and and I think part of that. Is even though these sometimes these guys know the game of football, I think when these guys are freshly tired, and I don't know if I think this might be a problem for Brady too, but they I feel like that they're afraid to criticize people too too harshly, and I think it's has a lot to do with them still being like close with with a lot of the guys in the, in the league still. Mm-hmm. So I think I think that they're just afraid of the blowback. To be honest. You know, and I do think this is going to be an issue for for Brady as well when he when he eventually gets there, because um, you could tell like guys like Rodney Harrison now that are out of the league, you know, 12, 15 years, they they have no problem, you know, being critical about Belichick or you know whatever the Patriots are doing or, or anyone for that matter, but just because they were close with you know he was a Patriot. I just I think that's why I think they're just a little tight lipped and, and it doesn't make for good TV when you're an analyst. Yeah, but I think they have to. Uh... I don't know. I think Brady. I think Brady will separate that from uh, unlike Drew, because uh, I think Brady just feels like he's just in a different class by himself. He did, no matter what he says, it doesn't matter. Like he he doesn't care. I feel like at this point. It's, yeah, I still I still don't think he likes to burn bridges. I just I, he just seems like that kind of guy, right? Yeah, but I mean, but Pri- I, I wouldn't private, be surprised privately? if he took shots at players too. At a, as well. Pri- privately, I think he he does it all the time. Obviously, but yeah, I don't. Maybe we'll see. I mean, we'll see what happens, you know, when he retires and, and whatnot. But yeah, yeah, I, I can see him calling the Patriots game, talk about Bill. That was a bad play. That was a stupid play. <laughs> yeah, uh, which yeah. would be kind of funny. Yep. But yeah, I don't. I think I don't think the breeze. I think breeze was just saying that in jest, like, hey, I, I don't even know what I'm doing next year. I could be doing this. I could be doing that, and just kind of you know said it, but didn't didn't really mean it. I mean, we'll see, man. Maybe maybe he gets in the coaching. I don't know what he's gonna do, man. He just—I don't think he has the personality to be a uh, a broadcaster. It's kind of like too so. too dry. He's too dry, man. Yeah. Yep. But I mean, who knows? Maybe he gets into high school coaching or some other form of coaching because I know he uh, he has kids growing up. So maybe uh, st- sticks with that route. Mm-hmm. Then we had the uh, NFL that released a schedule. I mean, Detroit Detroit uh, Lions get no primetime games. It's about time, man. Neither I know. The Jets. I mean, <laughs> I mean, I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't put that on the Jets, but I'll put that on Detroit, man. They could be getting these Thanksgiving games. I mean, they haven't been good since ever, man. Yeah, yeah, they're they're not very good, and I, I don't, I don't, I don't see it again next year. So, 
I don't I don't blame the NFL for not putting them in the prime time. I also don't blame the blame for not putting the Jets in prime time. But yeah, you know they're they're trying to you know maximize the the people that watch and and uh, you want to get some good games on there. So you know again, not surprised, but oh yeah. But I mean they got some games I'm looking forward to though. I mean week one they got the um, they got the Bills and the uh, oh the Rams the Rams. I mean you're gonna see Von Miller going against his old team. I mean, and the Bills are one of the teams in the favorite to get to the Super Bowl. This could be a potential Super Bowl matchup of the Bills and the Rams uh, if these teams see each other again uh, come playoff time. Yeah, for sure. Um, it, it could be a, you know, it's a potential Super Bowl matchup. I, I could see some teams going that, uh, some analysts picking that route uh, for the Super Bowl. But yeah, I think that's a, it's, a, it's a great way to, to, to kick off the, the new season. I, I love when, you know, the, they're able to match these teams up like that, like, you know, the uh, AFC East playing the NFC West this year, so you get Rams, Bills, a lot of points. Oh, yeah. Oh, well, I mean, you never know. It could be a, it could, could be a nail-biter. I know. If, if all these defenses show up, because, uh, you know, that's what they uh, they hold their hat on as well. So and then there was uh, there was some other games as well. I mean, they got uh, week two. I mean, they got the Chargers and the Chiefs go at it. Um, early round matchup of two teams. I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing this division go at it, man. With all these quarterbacks in the in the division now, uh, both, both all pretty much all the teams improved on both all sides of the ball. Outside of the Raiders, really, they didn't really get too much better compared to uh, the Chargers and the, um, the Broncos. So, yep, it's gonna be it's gonna be a shootout, man, for uh, the best team in that division. Yeah, I think they're they're gonna beat each other up. We'll just see have to see kind of. Uh... How the loss of Tyreek Hill uh, affects them, and and uh, you know the revamping of that that team a little bit, the offense uh, and defense for that matter, uh, and wh- what that looks like. Let's say my guess is they're probably coming back kind of close to to each other now. At least the I'd, I'd actually say all four teams at this point. Yeah, I mean I'm looking forward to seeing that Chargers defense. Uh, that Chargers defense has been struggling for a while. I mean they got somebody on you know, opposite opposite side of Bosa. Then they went ahead and got uh, uh you know Jackson at his corner. I mean, they're, they're, it looks like they're ready to rock and roll, man. So I'm looking forward to see what they put out on the field on defense. Yeah, me too. That's kind of, you know, it's kind of hurt them the past couple of years. Their offense has been fine, obviously. Uh, it'd be nice to uh, see what they can do with Nick Bosa and hopefully a, a healthy Derwin James and, and, and company. Yep. Then, uh, I mean, week seven, it's going to be the Browns versus the Ravens. Hopefully, uh, if um, Deshaun. Uh, yeah, Deshaun is, uh, if he's suspended, maybe. Hopefully, it's no more than six games. Because then we then we get to see that game, two quarterbacks going at it. I mean, they've been going back and forth with each other for a while now since college. I mean, Deshaun's been getting the best of them. So, yeah, I'm I'm kind of uh, I know it starts this week. I'm kind of uh, interested to see how this whole Deshaun Watson thing plays out. I got to imagine the the NFL's going to suspend them. It looked like the Browns got a pretty easy first four weeks in in terms of how it could have been so maybe you know maybe it's a four game suspension coming and then you know after that maybe we see a, a baker mayfield trade um but yeah i'm interested to see you see what that looks like Outcome yeah i mean yeah i mean they're prepared for it i mean they got a bunch of yeah. backup quarterbacks so they're ready for it so i mean if he if, he, if these backup quarterbacks can keep him at 500 or better that'd be perfect by the time he comes back yep exactly then there's a bunch of other games uh, you know, slated. They got the. Uh, I mean, week ten they got the Cowboys and the Packers. I mean, I don't really care for that one because I feel like the Cowboys are gonna lose anyway. But then <laughs> week week thirteen we get to see the uh, uh, Broncos and the Ravens. Uh, Buccaneers are Forty Niners in week fourteen. Bills and Bengals in week seventeen. I'm, I'm gonna be interested to see that game towards the end of the season if it plays any uh, like seeding effects as far as those two teams meeting up again in the playoffs. Yeah, it could for sure. Um, you never know, though. You know, when you gotta kind of get down towards the end of the season, there, uh, if the Bills are you know running away with the AFC, it may not matter, and you know you don't get a, as good of a game. But you never know. That's why you, that's why you schedule them, right? Oh yeah, I'm looking forward. There's gonna be a, a good season. I mean, oh, if yeah. you're not a Gi- if you're not a Giants fan, it's gonna be a good season. But it's gonna be a long <laughs> one. It's gonna be a long one for us. I'll have my usual uh, first you know few weeks of hope, and then I'm sure it'll slowly fade away. Yeah, but but after around week six, week seven, you start looking at the mock drafts. And uh, on to the NBA. Uh, NBA draft lottery was uh, the other night. The Orlando Magic get the first pick. Let's let's, let's give everybody our, uh, our our early mock draft <laughs> mock draft picks for uh, the NBA draft. Fired up. 
All right, so with the first pick, the Orlando Magic. I'm, I'm not gonna lie, man. I don't, I don't trust, um, I don't trust Holmgren. Yeah. So I, I'm gonna go, uh, I'm gonna go Jabari Smith, man, with the number one pick. Yeah, that's it. That's exactly the route I would go. Um, I mean, I, I, I don't, I don't necessarily trust home, trust, trust Holmgren either. I mean, obviously he's got a good basketball mind, but Jabari Smith is a, I think a just solid pick there at, at number one. Yeah, I mean, he was averaging like 17 points, almost eight rebounds a game. Shot 42% from the three, 6'10", uh, long wingspan. Um, I mean, it's, it's, I pretty much don't see much many faults in, in, um, in his game outside of, you know, him point, wanting to step up and play defense. But, you know, that obviously all, all comes with time. I think he's one of the ones that has one of some of the most potential um, in this draft. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's he's big. You know, he's uh, 6'10", 220. Um, obviously has that kind of that frame to, to, uh, to put on some pounds, put on some muscle big enough to grab rebounds, but also again, you know, shot 44%, 42%, sorry, uh, last year. So, um, can shoot the ball, can, can play big. Uh, it's kind of like that perfect NBA body. Oh yeah. That would be my, uh, my pick. All right. So even though I don't trust them with the second pick, Oklahoma <laughs> city, I mean, I, I think you gotta go Chet Holmgren here. Tough to pass up. You know, he's 7-1, still has a long wingspan outside of that. Uh, you know, shot the three ball at 39%. Just just big around the hoop, smart, smart player. You know, passes the ball well, decent rebounder. Can can actually handle the ball. You know, he, he watched a couple of those games where he's bringing it up to court for them. Um, you know, the only, the only, you know, knock for me is, like, he's just not very big. You know, he's not very strong. Yeah, it's uh, that weight. And he, he's yeah. like the oldest. He's like the oldest of the of the uh, yeah. draftees, I think, too. So he's twenty. I mean, he's not like old, but yeah, he's yeah, yeah, twenty. Yeah, for a guy who only played one year. Um, yeah, you know. Yeah, he needs to put on a lot of weight. Right? He, yeah, <laughs> he's got he's got the intangibles, right? Like he knows how to play the game. He's smart. Uh, it's just can he bulk up a little bit? Can he get a little stronger? Mm-hmm. And can he stay healthy? You know, because he's gonna get. He's gonna if he's down low, man. He's gonna get pushed around a lot. So. Oh yeah, that's 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 what I said. That's probably the only thing that concerns me is uh his weight. But you know, this is kind of like the Kevin Durant situation where you know a lot of people weren't sure if uh you know he would remain that size if he was able to put on some weight, get stronger. Um, he did, and then um he was pretty much just scoring a walking uh, bucket. I mean, Homer is definitely not. I want to say a walking bucket, but you know, he's a double double guy. Um, he'll get you 10, 10 and ten. He's been average. He was averaging fourteen and ten. A few blocks a game. He can dribble the ball, mm-hmm. like you said. That's the only concern, man. Is uh, uh, is is that uh, is his size going to be an issue? Is he going to be able to put on weight and bulk up uh, as a player with some of these uh, bigs in the NBA? But I mean, you you never know. The thing is, is with the NBA now, it's not it's not like he won't be going to, going up against a lot of bigs. A lot of teams run small ball lineups, so I mean, it might benefit him. You never know. Yep. Yeah, you don't you don't know. I see. You know, Durant Durant didn't put on a ton of weight, and he's uh, he clearly turned out fine. So yeah, I, I think we just have to wait and see with him. Yeah, but I mean, yeah, I mean, OKC know what they're doing up there. They they're gonna probably run a, a similar uh, you know weight weight program for him. I did they Kevin sure. Durant. Um, yep. they're great at developing talent. So yep. Plus, if they miss, they got another seven, 17, 16 uh, first round picks. So yeah, yeah, they're. Uh, <laughs> They got too many. They don't know what to do with now. They're going to start trading these things. The number three pick. You got the Houston Rockets. I'm going to go with the obvious and uh, get your boy uh, Bonchero from uh, Duke. Um, another uh, power, another power forward, 6'10", 250. Similar, similar numbers to um, to Smith. I mean, average is 17 and 8, 33%. Shot a little worse, 33% from three. You know, but he's big and strong, you know, skilled, you dribble the ball. It's going to be interesting to see who turns out as the best uh, prospect in this draft. Yeah. Yeah. No, I think that's the right pick there. I think that's a, he's a good fit for them. Um, solid. Uh, like I said, big. Uh, he, he still has, uh, you know, some 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 room for improvement on defense. But other than that, you know, I think I think he'll be a fine offensive player. Oh, yeah. I think I think at number four, this might be my my favorite pick of the draft. Um, unfortunately, I don't know if Sacramento's actually going to do it or not. So, uh, <laughs> I'd, I'd go Jaden Ivey from, uh, from Purdue. Oh yeah. 
I, I wouldn't uh, be surprised if they don't, but I mean, the smart thing would probably would be to get them. I mean, either. Yeah. I mean, they've been going. Uh, yeah. So they're gonna they're gonna pair Ivy with De'Aaron Fox. Yeah, either him or. Uh, they're definitely gonna make this pick then. <laughs> you never know, man. They they might do they might do something, get somebody he wasn't even thinking about. Yeah, I don't know. I wasn't even thinking about the Halliburton trade. Um. Yeah, that's right. So, so I, I mean, I still go Ivy here. You can, you can put him at the one, uh, pair him with Fox, kind of get, you know, two shooting guards. I don't know if that's going to cause not, cause a problem with just having, you know, two of a similar guy on your team. But mm-hmm. um, again, guy can 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 shoot the shoot the ball, can defend. Um, he's quick. Uh, and he's just he's a solid six four, two hundred pounds. He's solid around, you know. I don't know. I just think it's a. I think he may be a kind of a, a steal in this in this draft. Yeah, I mean, he has he, he's getting a lot of comparisons of um, like D Wade, and um, there was someone else. I mean, big athletic Donovan guard. Mitchell. Yep, big athletic guard, pretty much around the same size. Uh, he's averaging about seventeen a game, five rebounds, about four or six, you know, three assists. I mean, that that would be a great pairing with our Fox, but. I mean, I wouldn't put it like I said. I wouldn't put it past the Kings to mess this up and uh, draft some draft somebody who's uh, people not even thinking about. Yep. And then uh, with the number five pick, we got your uh, Detroit Pistons. I mean, they already got their point guard. I think they're gonna go uh, and and uh, get themselves a shooting guard and get uh, Shaden Sharp. This okay. is one of the this is kind of one of the unknowns in the draft. One of the top prospects of actually next year's draft. But uh, you know he reclassified. Um, he didn't really get to play this year. Six uh, six, uh, about two hundred pounds. He's been getting some comparisons to like Brandon Roy. I don't know if uh, some some people out there might be too young to remember Brandon Roy, but uh, Brandon Roy was uh, kind of like Luca uh, mm-hmm. before before Luca was Luca. Um, but mm-hmm. he had uh, his knees his knees his knees gave out, man. Um, so I'm looking forward to seeing that. I mean, that would give him a nice little pairing at the guard position with uh, him and um, uh, Cunningham from last year. And then they got some uh, bigs in there like Bay and uh, uh, some other guys. So, yeah, I, th- I think that, you know, you're, again, you're drafting on projections on this one. Not that, you know, that's different from from other times during the, the, the uh, NBA draft. But, yeah, I mean, he's got he's got the, you know, the build. uh Obviously recruited to Kentucky, one of the best programs in the country. So, um, you know, just he hasn't played in in a bit. That, that's a little concerning. But, you know, again, he's 19 years old. I, I think that, you know, you can't you can't really go wrong here. Yeah. Well, if you're gonna leave him leave him out there, I guess uh, Indiana's got to go. Keegan Murray uh, from Iowa. He was kind of like the. Uh, a hot player coming into uh, the tournament. Um, obviously, Iowa uh, fizzled out for me and, and many other people, but it, it is <laughs> what it is. Um, but he's a he's another big body, six eight, uh, two thirty. Um, he's a little bit older, you know. This is his. Uh, he's almost twenty two. Yeah, he's almost twenty two. He'll be twenty two this summer. He's he's just he's I don't know. When I watched a lot of the Big Ten tournament, he was just like smooth, you know, like one of those guys that could just kind of. Just kind of, you know, I don't know, seems so like basketball kind of comes easy to him, right? Like shot 40% from three this year, average close to 24 a game, um, 24-9 and nine, uh, in a, in a, you know, a physical Big Ten um, conference. Um, and just a smart player. Um, so I like I like him here for uh, <clears throat> for, for Indiana. Sure. Uh, I think it's a perfect fit. I think they need some scoring at that at that uh, you know forward position. I mean, he can give them buckets, which is which, like I said, which is something they need. Um, they're trying to rebuild their team. I mean, they got Halliburton yep. that point guard, um, and they're gonna need some other pieces. This could possibly be one of them. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, and then now uh, with the seventh pick, we got your uh, Portland Trailblazers. I don't. I'm, I'm gonna be honest. I don't know where they go right here, man. I think they got to go. Sh- I think they go shooting guard. I mean, take your choice, but yeah, I mean, they go with the two. Yeah, I mean, they go. Uh, what's his name? Ache, Oche, whatever his name is, um, from Kansas. 
shooting guard, shooting guard from Kansas, six uh, five guard. I mean, he can put up some points, average eighteen points a game. Um, I mean, we saw we saw we saw what some of the stuff he did in the title game. Um, helped carry Kansas to uh, you know the championship. Was one of the players that'll give uh, the Trailblazers a place, some, someone to replace uh, uh, C.J. McCollum, who they just lost. I don't think he's that great of that much of a shooter compared to uh, C.J., but it gives Dame some uh, some help. I'm not sure how long he'll be there though. Yeah, yeah, you know, you, you know, who knows, right? <laughs> yeah, you know, I don't, I don't know how long Dame's gonna be there. That you change your draft strategy, right? I think you know you you can always use scores, right? So um, getting another shooting guard in there, uh, a guy that's proven uh, that he can do it in, in you know down the stretch in the uh, tournament. I think you just got to go for it. Oh yeah. All right. So at number at number eight, New Orleans goes. Let's go, Benedict Matherin from Arizona. Okay. I think he's a he's a hot name kind of coming into the tournament. Um, played well down the stretch. Uh, he's athletic, um, big. Uh, played that shooting guard, small forward, that wing spot, six seven. Mm-hmm. Um, again, another guy with just kind of high potential. Shot the ball better, a little bit better last year from three. Uh, obviously, more attempts this year. Um, still at thirty seven percent. You know, he's kind of like he's explosive. Um, and I don't know. I, th- I feel like he's just got that, that NBA frame that these guys like to draft, like a like a Jalen Brown uh, type 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 of frame. Oh yeah, I mean, definitely put up points. We'll definitely give him uh, another scoring option. I just feel like the Pelicans are acquiring talent. It doesn't seem like the team is uh, <laughs> gelling, though. I don't know what it is, man. But I mean, they 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 put some, they put a, they had a nice little stretch this year. They put together guy in the playoffs, but. Uh, I don't know, man. I feel like they're going to have to move some of those pieces or do something. I still feel like they need a point guard, but I'm not sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, maybe they, uh, no, I'm going to say, I don't think they could do it, but that'd be funny if they uh, made a trade for Dane as well. But not many, I feel like that's a, the one spot they're missing. They pretty much got everything else locked down. Mm-hmm. And hopefully Zion returns. If not, then uh, it's going to be interesting what, what, you know, where they go from there. Yep. No, I agree. And then uh, with the uh, ninth pick, we got the San Antonio Spurs. I think the Spurs are gonna go big here and uh, get uh, uh, Jalen Dern from uh, Memphis, six eleven, two fifty center. I feel like San Antonio hasn't had uh, any uh, valuable, you know, centers since uh, you know Duncan and Robinson left. Uh, gives them like a little centerpiece to build around uh, with uh, with Murray. Gives them a little building block, man. All right. Yeah, I could see that. I mean, you know that um, Pop likes his big guys, so. Oh, yeah. But it's going to be interesting to see, too. That's one of those. Uh, the Spurs are another team, too. They just acquired talent. Like, they'll just take the best available player. And somehow um, some of these guys blend together, and all of a sudden they're back in the playoffs, and you're like, who the hell is this? <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, that's what happened when they – you know, kind of took Kawhi in the middle of the draft, and then all of a sudden they were back to a contender again. Um, so, yeah, it doesn't, it doesn't take take much for them. Oh, yeah. All right. Well, for Washington, let's go at number 10. We'll go Johnny Davis. Okay. Um, and, and, you know, he's he's uh, he was shooting guard, Wisconsin. Again, so he got the, he's got that, you know, 6'5", 200-pound uh, body. Uh, I don't think he's like a guy that's really going to wow you, but I think he's, 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 uh, you know, he's solid. He's a good shooter. He can, he can create his own shot. Um, he's athletic, uh, played good defense. Uh, he can draw fouls. Um, like I said, a little bit older, but, um, you know, I, I felt like he had a, he had a really good year, 20, 20 points a game, 28 rebounds. Um, and, and yeah, you know, I just, you don't know what's going to happen with Bradley Beal, but, um, be nice to 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 get some 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 guys who can score in there. Oh yeah, uh, that's one of the press impressive things for me is that he's averaging eight rebounds out of size. Um, <laughs> uh, that's a lot of rebounds for uh, uh, you know a guard for a guard forward that's about six five. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. So that shows he's active on the glass. He has a high motor. Um, it's kind of it's something that they need. Um, I mean, Washington needs players that's going to go out there and play. 
because um, they don't get much TV time. Uh, they don't have an opportunity to attract big stars. Um, so they're going to have to get a bunch of, uh, you know, blue collar work, uh, blue collar guys that can go out there and play ball and help mm-hmm. them win some games. Then, uh, I mean, number 11, you got the Knicks. They're going to have to trade this pick back, man. Trade it somewhere. It's not many play. It's not many players on the board left um, that I would take. I mean, we do need a point guard. I don't want them to try to get reach and get a uh, Ty Ty Washington from Kentucky. That's who I thought you were going to go with. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if they go like uh, a big like Mark Williams uh, from Duke or or AJ Griffin that's left on the board from uh, Duke. But uh, I feel like we need to move this pick. Try to try to get double picks for next year or something, man. Uh, we need a lot of help, man. And I don't I don't know if they're going to keep Randall on the books or not. Yeah. Uh, there's a situation going on with uh, Mitchell Robinson. He might be a free agent as well. So it's going to be interesting to see what we can build around um, RJ. And then we're going to have uh, hopefully Derrick Rose coming back. But, I mean, he's getting older and older now. We can't keep depending on him. Mm-hmm. And then we got to get uh, OB some more playing time. Oh, can't can't be stopping Obi Toppin. Nah, nah. That's our um, that's our little mock draft. Mock draft 1.0. And then uh, we got NBA uh, finals or Eastern and Western finals. We're gonna have uh, yesterday. We had the uh, Boston Celtics and uh, Miami Heat play yesterday. Miami Heat took Game One. I know you were pissed off, man. Get it out. You know, I'm not I'm not that upset yet. I, you know, they they were just. They played really well in the first half. Um, it just, you know, you could tell they got tired. Uh, even even in the first quarter when they took Tatum out for like two minutes, or it was a minute and a half, uh, they just like kind of like fell apart. And that's where they need like Marcus Smart or Al Horford in there to kind of stabilize things. Jimmy Butler got whatever he wanted all night. You know, he's he's done this to them before. They really need they really need smart on him and, and in his shorts and not fouling him. I mean, he went to the free throw line 18 times. Uh, I don't, you know, and I've said this before, like his game, like it's, it's like innocuous. Like he doesn't, he, to me, he doesn't like do anything great. He just mm-hmm. does a, a lot of things, a lot of things very well. And it's like, uh, you know, I think I looked up at one point, um, he had like 27 points, I was like, how the hell are you like? I feel like the guy has barely like touched the ball. He only had like twelve shots, but he's just at the line all the time. And yeah, eighteen free throws, man. <laughs> he, doesn't, he doesn't. Yeah, he doesn't shoot threes. Um, he just got that pump fake, and then you know, once you once you don't fall for the pump fake, he pulls up on you, and he's yeah. got a, basically an open shot. So he's just he's just a, he's an old school player. He's tough to tough to. Um, just tough to defend. Uh, other than that, this team, this Miami Heat team, to be quite frank, um, they don't wow me at all. Like, I don't know the way they they played a little bit better. They obviously they played better in the second half, and a lot of that was spurred by turnovers and lazy playing by the Celtics. Um, but for the majority of that, that that first half, like I don't know, they other than Tyler Harrow and, and Butler, I, that team doesn't doesn't really impress. I mean, Bam was like silent last night. I didn't barely saw him, and I really like Bam. Um, yeah, I don't but, know what's going on. It seems like he's not a uh, not as aggressive or something. I don't no. know, man. I don't know what no, it is, two, man. Two years ago in the bubble, he was like he was everywhere. Yep. Um, but you know, outside of like even just those, even you had Bam, Bam and those three guys. I mean, again, like I don't, I, I don't know about you. I don't know how if Dave Vincent's going to be, you know, dropping twenty points every game and. <laughs> pulling up from like 28 feet and, you know, Strauss, I, mean, I know he had a good year, but again, these are like, you know, put a little pressure on these guys and, and see what happens. Um, so, yeah, I mean, like I said, I'm not like overly concerned yet. They, they lost kind of, you know, two of their core players that they really need if they're going to go anywhere. Um, looks like smart's going to be back tomorrow. Al's might, you know, who knows, um, freaking COVID nonsense, but, uh, <laughs> Uh, guys at practice and, and two hours before the or the shoot around two hours before the game looks fine and, and doesn't play in the game, but whatever. Um, it is what it is. Uh, so yeah, I, you know, I still like to, you know, if they can, again, like Tom said last night, they, if they get the one in Miami, that's exactly what you want. So I wouldn't say tomorrow's a must win, but it's, uh, 
it, it's pretty close. Yeah, you don't want to be down. You don't want to be down two zero in any series, right? Doesn't matter where you're playing. Yeah, it's a bad hole to be down. Yeah. I kind of thought you guys had them. You guys played great in the first half, but you know Miami came out uh, like like a bat out of hell that second half, um, and you know they kept attacking your boy PP um, in those picking yeah. rolls. But you know that kind of shows that you know when uh, if, if Smart was there, it would have been uh, a different situation. Right. But even towards the end, you guys were still in it, so uh, it's gonna be it's gonna be a long series uh, for you guys. I'm looking yep. forward to watching this one too. Yep. This one, this one could go. Uh, you know, I'd say it's probably gonna go six or seven. Oh yeah. And then on the west, on the west side, we got the uh, the Mavericks and the Golden State Warriors. Who would have thought, man? I mean, the Mavericks they smack up the Suns uh, game in Game Seven, um, and then now they get to face the Warriors, man. A kind of little different uh, uh, team that we were expecting um, as far as facing the Warriors in the in the West Finals. But hey, your boy Luca showed uh, he he's in the zone right now. He's on another level right now. Again, he's another guy. He's not gonna he's not gonna wow you with his um, his athleticism. That's for sure. But uh, you know, he was talking about this. Um, one of my one of my buddies is he's just like he's like a he's got like the mix between like a Giannis and a and a Steph Curry. Like he can get to the hoop whenever he wants to, but he can also throw one jab step at you and drain a twenty eight footer in your face. So it's like. How do you guard the guy? And not to mention his basketball IQ is through the roof. And he's, you know, I don't know he's averaging in the postseason, but you know, he's, he's around eight to ten assists every game and eight to ten rebounds every game. So, again, like, I think he got exposed a little bit on defense against uh, the Suns. But Jason Kidd, um, to his credit, uh, I think put him in better situations and, probably, you know, probably poked him a little bit. Like, hey, bro, you can't you can't just let these guys get around you that easily. You got to at least put up a little bit of an effort on defensive end. And then they were able to, to close out the Suns. Uh, they got a different challenge now in the in the Warriors. It should be uh, it should be interesting. Uh, you know, I think Draymond will probably be on Luka is my guess. Um mm-hmm. And I don't know, is, is his over-aggressive style going to cause an issue? Or, you know, we'll see how that work, all works out. But I think it should be a, a good series. And, you know, Luca had his couple beers at lunch today, so he should be ready to go. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm looking forward to seeing who who's guarding him. If they try to take the same approach that they did with the Suns and try to mm-hmm. uh, target, like, Curry or somebody else uh, on, on those pick-and-roll situations to uh, guard Luca. But then on the other side, I mean, who's Luka going to guard? I mean, all those guys going to be running around screens, getting open threes. Uh, it's going to be interesting to see, man. Two high-scoring high uh, teams. I think uh, I think Dallas beat them three to one during the season. So uh, I'm not, but I'm not, I don't remember how much uh, of those games, you know, if Golden State was fully healthy for all those games. But either way, uh, it's kind of we're going to see a. They're, sim- they're almost mirror-like teams, man. Um, yeah. As far as like the the others on the team. Uh, that can get hot at any time, so it's gonna be interesting to see. I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, it's a couple. It should be a couple of good series, and then I think any way you slice it, um, you're probably getting a good a good finals. So yeah, I'm 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 excited to see uh, see how these two series play out. Oh yeah, I'm I'm still rolling with Golden State. Still rolling with them to take mm-hmm. it all. Um, mm-hmm. I know you're still rolling with your Celtics. Yeah. Um, I'd like to see a Celtics Celtics Warriors uh, final. That'd be fun. Yeah, I think that would be a good one. Um, I don't think it bodes well for Miami to play Celtics for uh, Miami to play uh, Golden State. I think that's no, a bad I, match. I don't. I just think, I don't think their perimeter defense is, is really that good, uh, especially yeah. without Kyle Lowry. Maybe it's a little better with Lowry, but Oladipo is still not playing like big minutes. So I think they'll just get torched from the outside. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I don't know. I'd rather see the Celtics play them. Um, but mm-hmm. we're gonna have to wait and see, man. Yep, you can take a week off the uh, the MLB, but um, the Yankees are still dominating out there somehow. I still don't really know how. Yeah, so the Astros got hot when uh, like eleven. Hot. Pujols was pitching. That's about it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but uh, so in the in the NHL, um, we had five five game sevens in round one. Uh, <laughs> this is why I just feel like this is why the NHL is so good, right? You got eight series, you get five game sevens. Like these teams just they grind it out in the playoffs, and, and it's fun. Um, but you know, fortunately, the Bruins uh, went down one of those game sevens. You had Toronto uh, blow a three-two lead, and then you had Pittsburgh blow a three-one lead. Come on, Rangers! 
Yeah, there you go. You at least got the Rangers, Rich. Uh, yeah. You got but, something, man. Um, yeah, play has been good again. You know, I just I think there's, you know, I'm maybe a little biased. The officiating was a little questionable in some of these uh, some of these games, but um, no, you know, overall, you, you got the the Battle of Alberta, which are people are, are happy about up in uh, up in uh, Western Canada. There, you got Calgary against Edmonton. That should be fun. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, one of those teams will reach the Western Conference Finals. Then you got the Blues and and uh, um, you know, Kale McCarr and, and the Avalanche uh, took Game One down last night in overtime. It's just like I watched a little bit of that game last night. So it's a uh, in between the Celtics getting their socks blown off in the fourth <laughs> quarter. Uh, <laughs> it's just a different style of hockey. They just play so fast and and um, they just move the puck so well. And, and it's uh, a lot of a lot of action, a lot of offense. But yeah, no, it's I think it's you know the playoffs have been been rolling well. Um, like I said, the New York fans are happy. The Rangers are uh, are still in it. Um, Playing a tough Hurricanes team, we, you know, watch I watched seven games of the Hurricanes, and, and they're uh, they're definitely a, a tough tough team to play against for sure. Good defensive team, they capitalize on 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 the scoring opportunities. Uh, just a just a really good team. Oh yeah, I mean we're getting a lot of uh, high scoring games, a lot of close games too. So I mean that that that, that makes it uh worth the while when you watch. Um, it's gonna be interesting uh matchups how how and to see how some of these games play out. Because it's not really one. It's not really one team that you say has uh, been dominant the whole year, or pretty much has gonna uh, di- has been dominant through the playoffs. So um, yeah, I mean, you could say you could say maybe Colorado. Um, mm-hmm. They led the league in points. They they ran through. Um, I even forget who they played first round there. They swept them. Oh, uh, Nashville. Um, but they got a different. They got a, you know a challenge. The St. Louis team is battle tested. They're tough. They got a good goalie and they can score. Mm-hmm. Um, took them to overtime last night. Uh, obviously, Colorado comes out of it, but that's a, that's a tough one. Then, I mean, again, you still got the Lightning in here. They won two cups in a row. Um, yep. They're playing the the uh, Panthers, who are the best team in the East this year. So, um, and and Tampa took down Game One. Uh, so, yeah, like you said, I, you know, I don't. Other than call it, maybe Colorado was kind of dominant, but um, this this is why hockey's great. It just kind of evens off when you get in the playoffs a little bit. Oh yeah, I'm looking forward to, to looking forward to uh, some of these games. It's that time again, ladies and gentlemen. We've got another edition of JD's Bites and Brew. What you got for us? All right, so this was a, uh, you know, I think we've done we've done. Um, different salads on here before but this one was uh even a little bit different than i normally do so it was a southwestern chicken salad um i mean <laughs> i was supposed to have tortilla chi- uh, tortilla strips on it so i forgot those at the store so i improvised and made my own uh, tortillas fried tortilla strips uh, which came out pretty good um lightly salted uh but just took a, a couple of uh, flour tortillas uh sliced them into strips and then fried them uh, in a little oh, bit yeah. of vegetable oil oh yeah and then um had the salad uh obviously romaine um some cherry tomatoes uh what else was on there um cucumbers mozzarella cheese i know you know i know you're the cheese guy rich and then a uh i did some uh homemade taco seasoning and seasoned the chicken threw that on the grill for about you know 15 20 minutes mm-hmm. um and then the, the kicker on this one though was oh, and there was avocado on the salad too. The kicker was the dressing. It was a uh, a creamy oregano dressing, so um, fresh oregano, jalapeno chopped up, light light mayonnaise, uh, olive oil, garlic, salt, pepper, um, onion powder, and garlic powder, and then blend that all together. I threw it in the uh, fridge for about an hour. Okay. Um, and it was a little, it, it was a little thick, but, um, you know, mixed that, mixed that up with the salad and man, it was, uh, it was good. Oh, nice. I, I just had, I had a salad for dinner too. Um, but I ate with, uh, a stuffed, uh, a stuffed salmon with, uh, Ooh, like, nice. uh, uh, cra- crab in it. So 
Uh, uh, just, stuff, the stuff fish. Yeah, I, I had it with uh, uh, just uh, just croutons, uh, t- the cherry tomatoes, and then um, uh, some sautéed onions. Mm-hmm. That was really it. Mm-hmm. I was uh, tempted to throw some cashews in there, but I just kept it simple. <laughs> Blue cheese. Of course. That's that's the real <laughs> that's the real hands dressing right there. And then uh, well, what'd you guys uh, drink that down with? So this is uh probably one of my new new favorite beers from from Treehouse again, Charlton Mass. Um opening locations, uh opening a new location in Tewksbury there for the golf course. Um they're taking over Massachusetts, but um it's the uh uh juice project citra citra. Mm-hmm. So basically with the juice project series they're kind of just trying out different hop combinations and this one's like a, a double hopped citra trying to find the, uh, the way they describe it um but anyways it's um it's like overly saturated with citra i think they do the the flour and the um the powder or that not the powder the uh extracted liquid uh but it's it's actually really good um it's a you know citrus is a good like summer hop anyway it kind of has a um you know it just has like this I, I don't know just like a lighter feel to it like a cleaner something about it just like summer comes at you quick um but it's just the way the way they they uh the, just just the way they hop it i don't know it just it's really smooth it's good it's uh it comes in at like i think 8.7 percent so it's a it's a solid you know double ipa um just real jammed with uh just real um citrusy flavor and and uh, uh just just really solid um <clears throat> so i'd probably throw it at like uh 8.1 oh that's real solid that's a, that's yeah. a great beer right there real good and uh, that's JD's Bites and Brew, everybody. And then for this week for the BRRs, uh, still going through some shows. Uh, I talked about it before. Um, flight attendants getting out of control. They're all they're all over the place on that show, man. It went from a comedy to a drama, back to a uh, murder mystery. It's just a lot going on, man. Uh, I feel like there's maybe a few episodes left. I'm trying to get through it, you know, just to finish it. But it's kind of one of those uh, one of those shows where I don't think uh, after the first season we couldn't see how they did a second season. Somehow they did, but uh, <laughs> they should have just left it at one, man. Yeah, yeah. I told you, man. I, I'm I was struggling to get through that, and uh, haven't been back in a while. Yeah, uh, but then I mean, between that and going back between uh, you know we own the city, um, uh, great show so far. I wish it wasn't. I, wish, I just wish it wasn't so short, because um, they're they're pretty much jam packing all the stuff the cops are doing. So you don't really see the cops grow from like a a normal street cop to a um, they have a, they're, they're like a I forget what it's called um, gun task force unit, and then those are the cops that are like uh, you know pulling people over, taking their money, but just you know getting them on gun gun charges, filing yep. false false police reports. Um, like, you know, they'll bust somebody with, uh, a hundred grand and only say it was only a thousand, like 10,000 in there and then they'll split up the rest, but overall good show. And then there's, uh, the staircase, you know, we both were watching that, even though it's based on a true story, I, I was, I'm not gonna lie. I'm a little disappointed in the killing. I know it sounds kind of bad, but I thought it'd be like a huge plot twist that the, the kids did it or something else happened. But I felt like it was uh, like the other show from uh, HBO, uh, uh, the one we watched, and we were thinking about all the different killers, and then it just turned out to be the wife. Uh, what was that one called? Staircase. Yeah. Well, no. You remember? You remember the other one from uh, on HBO we watched before? Oh, 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 what was it? Oh. With uh, Nicole Kidman and uh. Yeah. What was that? I felt like it was one of those, man. Like we thought, we gonna, I thought, I thought we were gonna get like a huge suspenseful, like who done it, and then it was just the husband. Yeah, oh, the one with Hugh Grant? Yeah, I forget the name of it. Uh, the Undoing. Yeah. I was going to say, I yeah. thought it was a, I thought we could get like a, a suspenseful, like, who done it, man? But then it was just, oh, it was just the husband. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't, I don't know. 
this this show, man. It's another one I'm probably not not gonna finish. Well, I think I'm gonna finish it because it's a limited series. Um, yeah, I know this is this isn't the first the first series I've I've watched on this um this case before, and it's it's to me like it, I don't know, and maybe maybe I'm singular in this. I just don't think it's that interesting of a case to me, other than you know he's a famous guy, right? Uh, or a famous writer. Other than that, like anyone who thinks that he didn't shove her down the stairs or didn't have something to bang her head and then look, make it look like he, she fell down the stairs is outside their mind. Yeah, that's what I said. That's, that's why I thought it was going to be, I thought, you know, for something like this to put on, for you to put it on TV, that, I thought it'd be some like crazy plot twist or something to it. Uh, where everybody think it was the husband, but it was somebody else, but then ultimately no. just the husband. It's just like a regular old story. I don't think it really yeah. uh, needed to be told. No, it's not. It's not a bad show. There are great actors in the show, but I just wish it was more of a, a suspenseful uh, show. Yeah, there's just you know, like I said, there's like I, I don't know how you can believe that the guy didn't um, didn't do it, you know. But I guess it is what it is. Um, I just I would be more interested to see like how he did it. Like, what did he do? Was it like a, an accident that he was then trying to, you know, make look like something else happened? The the only kind of interesting part was the family, um, the the two kids that he ended up uh, adopting. Their mom died by kind of the same thing, falling down the stair staircase. I don't know if you if you read about this. Oh, they, yeah. they basically like reopen that case and and then start you know basically call it a homicide. Oh wait, did you like see the twenty years later? Oh, did did you see the last episode? No, I haven't, I haven't finished yet. I've I, oh. like I said, I've, I've watched we've watched uh, uh, documentaries on this one before. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if you watch the latest episode, you'll see how how it happened, and it, it, it makes sense. Um, but I mean, if he did it, it's. It's it's a coincidence. It's a coincidence. It can't be a coincidence if uh, uh, your ex-wife died the same way twenty years ago. And uh, there wasn't. It wasn't his. It wasn't his ex-wife. No, right? I thought it was because that was the um, the um, the the two girls. That was their mother. Yeah, but uh, let me just look at this. I don't think it was his ex-wife. Was it? Was I wrong? Maybe because his first wife is the weird lady. Um, with the glasses, who's in the That's house right. now? You're right. Yeah. And and then and after that, he left her. He went to be with this other girl in uh, Germany or, where, or France or whatever it was. And then they had two daughters. And then she died, similar to the 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 way the same way the new wife died. And then uh and then the new wife she had she already had a daughter, which is the one that uh. No, um, no, the the woman, the the other woman. So that's he he um. The other woman that died was a fr- was a friend of theirs. That was like their best friend, and that was in Germany. Him and his wife were living in Germany, uh, and that was their friend Elizabeth Ratliff. And that's who the who the kids are that he took on. So basically, he took his kids and you know their kids. So he had the four kids, and then obviously the, the woman he married had the one daughter. So that's where they got the five from. Oh, uh, did he do it for the money or? No, no, I, I think, you know, I, I forget how, uh, yeah, yeah, they just became legal guardians just because they were really close and, and they didn't really have any other family, I don't think. Oh, okay. But that's what I said. Is yeah, it, is Martha, it? Martha and Margaret, the two daughters. Yeah, those were his friend's kids, not his. Oh, okay. It's a weird story. It's weird. And it, it was a staircase, same thing. Outside of that, there was uh, The Circle's Back. Um, it's another that's a show on uh, Netflix. Uh, it's about people they put in a in like these uh pretty much in this atmosphere where they have to like upload their uh upload like a social media profile and then people you you pretty much see their social media profile and then you get to uh like interact interact with them like on a uh like a, a like a private chat so to say and um. And pretty much, it's it like a popularity contest through social media. Um, and whoever wins, you know, they win a hundred grand. It's like the fourth season. It's one of those ratchet—I don't want to say ratchet shows, but one of those shows give you something to watch, pass the time by. As far as reality TV, um, not a bad show. Definitely something to check out or something to put on if you have time. All right, all right. And then we got the Wild season two, still going through that. 
Yeah, I was struggling with that one too. Yeah, I mean, I don't know, man. It just it it's just like dull. I I, I think if they never gave us like that that everything was staged from the beginning, and then we just like saw them try to figure things out on the island first, it might have been a better show. Yeah, well then it's just lost. Yeah, but <laughs> imagine you had losses uh with like teenagers. Or it's like Lord of the Flies, so so to say, but but I don't know, man. It just I wanna say it's like too slow or it's like It's a little slow. Yeah, man. I just might have to drop that show too, man. <laughs> we need like uh what was that show uh where they were in a like a different reality? Um, that they canceled. I, I really liked. Remember that one? When they were in a different reality, um, like they they were they weren't like the kids who went on the school trip and then they never came back. Oh, the society. Society. Yeah. That was a good show, man. Why did they cancel that, man? I know. So I mean, you cancel that, and then like you bring the Wilds back, and Wilds is like I, it, was, it was season one was fine, but like you said, like once you kind of realize what's going on, it, it kind of like takes the allure away, and then. You're still trying to throw a second season out with like the the guys version, and then you're weaving in some of the girls' stories still. And I don't know. I'm just yeah. Society then they we didn't even figure it out yet. Like we didn't know where they were. No, we didn't know anything. Like I know. Had a bunch of good actors, and had the had the girl from uh, uh what you call it from uh, Euphoria was in there. I think. Yeah. I think she was in there. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a bunch of people in there, man. Yeah. And then, I, I was I was annoyed by that one. They need to bring that back. <laughs> Then outside of that, I mean, nothing else. else pretty to watch. Um, they put out a bunch of new trailers for the new Avatar movie in December. Looks good. Looks like it's gonna be a lot more action. Uh, probably be expensive. One of those expensive ass movies, but it's probably gonna do great in the box office. They put out, you know, the the trailer for Thor, the next uh, Marvel big movie. So I know a lot of people are looking forward to seeing that. They got they put put out the trailer for She Hawk, which is one of the next uh, Marvel shows. That one should be good. And then uh. The one for Obi, your boy Obi Wan. So, uh, mm-hmm. I mean, it's, it's, it's a few things coming out. I mean, we got Stranger Things too, finishing up. Well, we're gonna get the first half uh, coming up in about a month, and then right after that, we get the boy season. Uh, was it three, three or two? Three. Um, which, yeah, which is one of Amazon's best shows. I, I, I really like that one too. And then uh, that, that's pretty much it. That covers everything. That's it. All right, ladies and gentlemen. Until next time. Till next time, Rich. I want to thank y'all for rocking out here on the Sports Sidebar Podcast. Give y'all something to ride out on.